<laughs> All right, so what's next? My name is Simon and I like Herbie. My name is Nadim and Herbie is my spirit animal. <laughs> no, it's my spirit. I fucking bastard nicking him spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> so my other spirit animal is uh, Cheech and Chong as a sort of reimagined as a Siamese twin. Ooh. Oh, what would that look like? It would look like them, but joined together. <laughs> no, but <we> <laughs> and walking like... around, like, sort of, at the same time, yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, I love it. Cheech and Chong, uh, their first movie from 1978, uh, Up in Smoke. They had released several records, comedy-type records, with sketch, audio sketches and songs. They'd done live shows as well and stuff. And uh, so they're already eight years into their career when this first of their many low-budget films arrives. Up in Smoke. Up in Smoke. What did you think? <laughs> Up in Smoke. I found it really, really funny. Like I, I thought it was hilarious. Yes. Like, first, the good. first half hour, I was rolling in my seat. I was like, that was so, it was so funny. Art, art cinema, fart cinema. Art cinema, fart cinema. Art cinema, fart cinema. Art James Mason. I am here to tell you that the following podcast, Magic Herbs Part 2, contains spoilers for Up in Smoke, Harold and Kuma go to White Castle or get the munchies, depending on which uh, title you are accustomed to. A Star is Born, that's the new one with Lady Gaga, not one of the other three that also exist. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is James Mason saying, enjoy the podcast, enjoy your life while it lasts. Uh, and also, a bambalitty bam bam. So the film <laughs> is about two guys who meet. Tommy Chong's character has left his house in a bad mood because his dad's having a go at him about getting a job and stuff. Cheech has just rolled out of his place. He appears to be like with a woman and children, eh? He's got yeah. like he's got, and he. But I mean, as soon as he gets in his car, he's immediately trying to hit on teenage girls and <laughs> hitchhikers and stuff. He's a hey man. Hey man, yeah. So he, yeah. Tommy Chong manages to trick Cheech into picking him up by wearing a pair of fake boobs about the same size as Lindsay Lohan's, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah. So he picks up Chong, thinking he's a woman, but then realizes when he sees the big beard that he's picked up a guy, and he's like, "Hey man, I thought you were a chick, yeah." Uh, but basically, yeah. So that when they get into the car together, they drive around, they smoke a lot of weed, they talk a lot of nonsense. They're both musicians, and by the next day. Tommy Chong's a drummer who's joined Cheech's band and they've had very little discussion about it. It's just happened. You're in the band now <laughs> and, and we're all going to wear <laughs> uniforms and stuff like that. And yeah. then they play a gig and then... That's well, they have to... I know enough. They have to... I don't know why they end up doing this, but they end up driving a van down through the borders of Mexico and that van just happens to be made of marijuana. <laughs> it's a van completely comprised of marijuana and there's, no, no, Maui Wowie, that's what they call it. Stacy Keach plays the, uh, plays the police guy who's on the trail of them and it's a wonderful scene where you see <laughs> him play a video for his three, not a video, like a sort of slideshow of to his sort of three um, underlings mm. as police officers. Uh, 
showing them how it's done. How do you make uh, a television out of marijuana? <laughs> yeah, so they, they yeah they turn it into the spray and then they can spray it into any shape and it's uh, yeah so you can have um, a van made of marijuana a TV made of marijuana <laughs> and you can move it around yeah so yeah uh, they get chased by the police and then they 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 do a, a gig a couple of girls come their way uh, another set of hitchhikers well no uh, the first set of actual female hitchhikers in the film come their way and. Uh, <laughs> They're the ones that tell them about this battle of the bands thing. Tommy Chong's got a great voice and he goes, We don't even have a song yet, man. We haven't even jammed yet. You know, like that. Um, and Cheech is like, oh, It's a punk thing. It's a punk show. You don't even need a song. You just need to be punk. We can do that. <laughs> and they come up with a song on the way. And there's a great scene where like, it goes somewhere, and you're thinking, this is going to sound f***ing dreadful when But they end up there. absolutely killing it, man. It's a great song. It's a good it's, song. It's good. Actually, the soundtrack in this movie is fantastic. And I think it's become, it's become really clear to me that the average quality of films in the 1970s is just head and shoulders above. Yeah, most other most decades. other decades, because yeah, like this film is a, is a stoner comedy. It was low budget, you know. It, it's not an intellectual movie at all, but it looks gorgeous and it sounds. The gorgeous. scene where they head that they get on their van made of grass and mm. the the it cuts to like a heat wave of them driving through Mexico with all like the yeah. the is it pylons with the wires. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a f- and the, the soundtrack that kicks in at it's that so moment is so good. And honestly, if you weren't already in your right kicked right back in your seat enjoying it you would be at that moment you would mm. kick right back but you're already there anyway so it's just a further grin that appears on your face at that yeah. point about halfway into the movie um, yeah no this this film's actually fantastic <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that Tom Tommy Chong and Cheech uh, Cheech Marin to give him his full name this is uh, a this is a 40 year old movie it, came, it was 40 years old in April of yeah. this year yeah. Oh, happy birthday in April. Happy birthday. And and like, Cheech and Chong are both like 80 now. Like, they're really f***ing old now. Cool. Like, really old. Like, not just like, you old or me old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old as well. I can't wait to be. I'm, I'm nearly as old as the film. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> so, uh, this Is film... Is it from 78? 78, yeah. And actually, it was the 15th biggest film of 1978, which gives you an idea of just how big this movie is. Like, for context, 15th biggest film of that year, the 10th biggest film of that year was Halloween. So, like, to give you an idea of how big this film was, it's it was huge. That's pretty good, yeah. And it's amazing to think that it was huge, because I hadn't heard of it before. And they'd made, uh, what was it, they'd, they'd sold 10 million copies of their... Records, probably all of them to combined. Like I don't think any one of their records was that big. Like ten million, but you know they they released about five records, and they're like comedy stoner music, right? Great. The um the song at the end of this film uh, that they play when they get to that battle of the band, it's called Earache My Eye. Oh, Earache My Eye, and uh, actually there's a hidden track on a corn album called Follow the Leader with Cheech Marin as a guest, and they play that song as the hidden track. Corn, the one with the K. Corn with the K, the new metal band, they played they played that song at the end <laughs> of their Follow the Leader album with Cheech. Yep. And it's actually pretty cool. Uh, I know things about Corn without really being the a The only thing fan. I know about Corn is that I, I remember on Bebo. Remember Bebo? <laughs> that was a that I remember was a on thing, Bebo yeah. you'd go into like goths like Bebo pages and then Corn would play automatically and you'd have to fuck, you'd have to quickly like <laughs> change the uh, put the volume down on your computer so it would just blare out and I remember just be, thinking it was just 
crap because they're like corn spelt with a K and the R was the wrong way around. It just annoyed me. Stupid band. The bass thing, yeah, because obviously the way that they do the Eric thing, the way that they do the Cheech song, it's instead of going with kind of a nice phasery fuzz sound, it's more like. See, I thought Corn were like a meme. I thought they were like a meme band, like like where everyone kind of meme hates them, like Nickelback. But apparently, people like them. I don't know. People think that that's an authentic. Push forward in the the rock genre. Yeah, it's like there was Black Sabbath, there was Metallica, there was Corn. <laughs> One yeah. of them is not like the others. Yeah. Um, um, uh, so Eric, my eye was hilarious though because the reason it's called that is that there's a the, the full skit is Tommy Chong, much like in the film, is getting kind of he plays kind of the teen angsty sort of. Uh, I suppose in the vinyl version you can imagine him without a beard and actually being a teenage boy mm. he's getting kind of harangued by his father about you know why aren't you going to school and stuff I am going to school man why aren't you going to school I've got an earache man and his dad goes earache my eye <laughs> hey uh, that explains it yeah nice yeah there you go I've not, not only have I quoted the title I've explained it for you <laughs> Uh, um, this movie, we so it's in art cinema, fart cinema, or art art cinema, fart. I mean, I'm losing my Scottish accent. It's in art cinema, fart cinema, because when it was released, it wasn't very well received. Mm-hmm. Like it was big, but I don't think people. I I think critics didn't like it and stuff like that. But then over time, it's kind of grown to be a, a celebrated. That's uh, the way a lot of things work. Movie. Suddenly, it becomes okay to like something because it's kind of old and established uh, mm. and at the time it's like oh be dis- dismissive of all that you know, yeah, well, I think fu- funnily enough right I think so a big part of its appeal for me was the 70s vibe of it all mm. and also I think the big appeal of something like Highlander is the 80s vibe <laughs> of it all and Herbie Fully Loaded a big appeal for me is the 2000s vibe of it because I don't think that film could have been made now yeah. people, it's, are, it's, people it's don't like it it's such a distinctly like 2000s movie it's kind of not been it's no longer allowed to describe that decade as the noughties is it I've never. Oh, I've never. The noughties, because it's. You just sound like a wank if you say that. Yeah, noughties. Yeah, noughties. Yeah. The noughties. Back in the noughties. I'm a millennial, and I. Who says noughties other than like your gran? Like I came of age in the noughties. Yeah, no, it's been kind of you know like please don't go, don't say that ever again, sort of thing. It's gonna be weird when (laughs) the twenty when the twenty two thousand and twenties come around and people start referring to it as the the twenties. That's just silly. The new 20s. It's yeah. a good thing that the human race won't actually exist by then, isn't it? <laughs> it's going to be wiped out. Like there'll, be a, few, there'll be a few people. Of, there'll yeah. be a few people, some cockroaches, that, and uh, perhaps uh antelope. That okay. live volcano in uh, Wyoming is going to go off and chain off like a second ice age and we're all going to be fucked. Do you think so? be fine. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Do you think the moon landing was fake? No. No, me neither. No, I don't know. No, me neither. Right. I actually think people, <laughs> sorry, people who th- people who think that that's a hoax, like that Neil Armstrong didn't do that. Uh-huh. That's what they're saying. They're saying that he just lied know. about it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe people, he thinks he did. Those are people that need to eat cutlery with, you know, they need to eat food with need plastic. Eat cutlery. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really bad when you do that and you're trying to put people down. Yeah, as well. and then you fuck up yourself. I do. Yeah, all the, yeah, I do it all uh, the time. I do that all the time. It's so nice. People who believe the moon landing's a hoax should eat their food with plastic cutlery <laughs> to avoid hurting themselves. 
That is a health uh, initiative brought on <laughs> by uh, Art Cinema, Fart Cinema's Sex Positive Podcast. <laughs> Stop saying that. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh my god. So another good thing about this uh, Up in Smoke is... Uh, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. Tom Skerritt, who is well known for the first Alien movie and for Poltergeist 3, I think. <laughs> well known for that third Poltergeist movie. Uh, Tom Skerritt plays um, Strawberry. That's the name of his character in this film, uh, Strawberry. Yeah. And it's like, don't look at Strawberry's birthmark. He's very sensitive about it. And Strawberry... <laughs> Well, definitely score us some dope, but he's a bit weird and he, you know... Was and he has Vietnam, Vietnam flashbacks. <laughs> Vietnam thing, yeah. That's um, a big thing in movies. Like, in Street Trash, <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks. Yeah. And also, in Early Simpsons, uh, Principal Skinner's like a really, like, uh, self-righteous Vietnam veteran. And I didn't quite realise that when I was a child. I find that hilarious now. He's like, back in Nam. <laughs> Principal Skinner, when he really shouts at Bart, he's like, you would have had this back in Nam. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. That's funny. Um, yeah, Strawberry's got like a weird birthmark on his face and uh, Chong's like, how do you know it's a birthmark, man? Because sometimes that Vietnam grass can, you know, do crazy things to you. Like, as if to say that he smoked grass and the big red mark just appeared on his face. <laughs> In Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you sure it's a birthmark, man? Um, I love the bit where he where he bails off the motorbike. The Vietnam guy, Strawberry, he bails off the motorbike. And he, just does, he does a roll on the street. See, I right. So and Cheech goes right, and he actually drives into a telephone box, which is really helpful because that's exactly where he needs to be to make his phone call. Yeah, I I, yeah. I want to get it out of the way to say that you know if you haven't seen this film, watch this film. I actually think that yeah, uh, it's, it's I, good. I don't want to take our podcast in a dark direction, but I think this film is so feel good. Mm. That you could probably reduce suicides by eighty percent by just if you were to ma- somehow manage to get hold of people when they're on the cusp of that sort of <laughs> and thing. show them Cheech and Chong, show them this film and just like leave it with them. Just say whenever it starts to get a bit much, just put this on, <laughs> and you'll realise that you can be happy if you just have like a guitar to play and a car that's covered in hair. <laughs> that's all you need, like a car that's hairy on the inside. I love that. I actually really like that car, like. <laughs> Like the, the guy, uh, what's his name? Pedro. He's got a, 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 the one, the main character. Cheech. His, his Cheech. His uh, car is like in the interior of it is just furry, and it's got like uh, garlands and stuff. And oh man, oh, I, I was like, I would drive that car. 100%. I'd live in it. I'd I live would, in the car. How nice would that be? I bet it smells bad though. Probably, yeah. I bet it yeah. smells stanky. There's some good jokes in this. Uh, well, there's a lot of great jokes. In this. I like the. I, I like it when um, he's digging around in his pocket for a joint. And he's like, oh, wait, that's my dick. And then he went, oh, no, here we go. And he pulls out this, like, tiny little thing. And Tommy Chong just goes, I hope your dick's bigger than this, man. And then and then Chong pulls out a massive joint. <laughs> the big joint. He pulls out a massive joint, like, like as, as though, like, he was just holding out on him. Like. Yeah, the visual oh. gag of Cheech uh, holding it, though, like, going, wow, look at this thing, man. It's like, Led fucking Zeppelin. And he's, like, boom, 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 holding it in the air, just, like, playing Led Zeppelin in the air with it. I actually love the, yeah. the, the first half hour of this movie, I think, is totally the best. And, and uh, the, I, I honestly was just, like, pissing myself laughing when uh, they're driving in the car and they've hotboxed the car so it's just <laughs> all smoke <laughs> it's, it's just, there's like a long held shot of the car driving down the motorway and, it's just, and, and <laughs> the just, smoke's just fucking <laughs> billing out of it you, you can't see the people you don't even it. see them <laughs> <laughs> it's so 
good. And then it turns out that they've, uh, they've, you know, he's like, hey, am I driving okay? And he's like, I think we're parked, man. And they're like, they're parked between like a tree and a lamppost. Somehow, yeah. Very, very tight kind of thing. It's like, how they managed to do that without crashing? Amazing. Um, That's very funny. Another another funny road related. Think bit in this movie is uh, is when the the van made of marijuana starts sort of smoking at the <laughs> exhaust and the police car the, there's a motorcycle officer that pulls them over and on the way up to to tap on their window he has <laughs> a close the fumes. he close he, he takes a close inspection of this smoking bit of marijuana van <laughs> by the time he reaches them he's so fucking stoned he just wants to eat their hot dog and stuff. <laughs> Start wandering around the road. He's just like, "Have a good day, fellas. Can I get some of that hot dog?" And, like, <laughs> and Chong's like, "Yeah, man." And just passes the hot dog and eats it. I love that. I mean, that movie is brilliant, man. Yeah, no. Um, in a way, it's kind of a cool thing. This this van kind of protects itself because anyone who inspects it close enough is going to get so stoned they're going to forget why you know <laughs> the police guys and things will be like, "Wait a minute." Well, that's a, that's a big part as to why their uh, concert at the end goes so well. It's because they park the van next to the venue. The van, <laughs> the van goes on fire, and all the marijuana fumes go uh, into the into the venue. So the burgers it. sell like like hot <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Like in in the venue, all the <laughs> all the visit visitors, all the what's the word audience? That's the word. The audience. All the audience like just there's just there's a montage of them just like scramming burgers like ah, nah, nah, yeah. just like, eating burgers after they've been uh, absolutely stoned by the when they play <laughs> by the Maui Wawi. The two women that the the hitchhikers that have come along with them for the second half of the journey. Uh, one of them uh, is like this sort of sort of beautiful blonde lady that Cheech has like a real thing for. The other one's kind of a really sort of strung out weirdo that's got a weird <laughs> stare in her eyes that uh, kind of connects with Chong, not in a sexually but in a we're both fucked up kind of way. Yeah, like and it's, gr- it's great. I love it when he gets... <laughs> When the band comes out and it's all these guys in uniform, there's the trumpet section and all the rest of it, uh, and then Chong gets kind of carried out on a stage by this woman who looks fucking mental herself. <laughs> and you, and then the first thing that happens when, when Cheech comes out in his weird sort of costume and he does like a little jump in the air and then la- lands and the fucking drum kit just falls apart and <laughs> Chong falls backwards and they all go boo if I was there I'd be loving it I'd be like this is this the best is the, big gig ever yeah. this is the band to watch leave them alone let them set their drum back up because it's going to be good you know <laughs> it's like some mad John Cage or something yeah. Yeah. is that his name? John Cage he did the, the 4 minutes 33 seconds that's of silence right. that's him that's I've him. I've actually performed that piece myself as well. <laughs> I do it a lot. Yeah. The whole point is that it's just whatever room noise there is, yeah, the sound of turning the page as well. You're supposed to actually sit with the book on your uh, stand at the piano or whatever, you know, and you're supposed to hear the turning of a page every mm. time that you, you're supposed to count the beats in your head. And then turn the page. <laughs> and turning the page is then part of the, the piece of music as well as the sound of people... Getting, <clears throat> getting bored and leaving and like some pigeon hitting the window and Did dying. Did he explain that well enough? <laughs> John Cage. Look at uh, Fucking Google it. You've got the Google internet. John Cage. Is it four and a half? Is oh, that what it's called? Four minutes 33. Four thirty-three by John, John Cage. Just Google it, you cretin. Uh, but they did they did that Rage Against the Machine for Christmas number one. And then they tried to get John. Cage, yeah, yeah, but Cage I think against it, the machine. It, char- it charted like third. People would just say, oh, so and and they only they only I think they they broadcast uh, thirty seconds of silence instead of 
instead of the whole four and a half minutes, which is a shame. But I, I mean, I guess it makes sense. <laughs> People would be like tuning the radio, like, well, what's wrong with what's this thing? What can happen to Where's the radio? Where's Radio One gone? <laughs> and now we will have a short intermission. <laughs> Magic Herbs Part 2. Uh, yeah. So, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. These films are like, you watch them, you shelve them in your head, and then you move on. And that's a good, that's a positive uh, aspect of these movies, I think. And honestly... They don't demand to be questioned. I think, I think, take it out when you need it. If you, um, take it out, take your cock out when you need to. Yeah, no, um, no, um, <laughs> it's a sex part of it. Uh, never mind. No, when when you need, uh, I think in the last two weeks actually, I've you know I've had a day where I've not been in a particularly good not mood been in a at good all. place, man. I've not been in a good place. Yeah, the existential angst, you know. <laughs> See if you've got to play it. Fucking, I'll, I'll do a minor. Give us a meme I'll, tune. I'll do a minor, a minor chord <laughs> for your sad noise. That's actually that's sad. That is a sad one. D. C, D, it's actually, that's a C minor because I've tuned my guitar oh, down a whole step. Fuck! It's in, the, the, in people's ears that's a C minor, but you're playing... Man, I feel like Coco. Is that his name? Coco Cabana. So, uh, yeah, um, I was, I was mid thing. Yeah, no, um, I was not in a good place one day. <laughs> I put on Cheech and Chong. And I found that the world got brighter just right there. The sky changed color. I realized I was with my imaginary brother. This is going to sound bad, I think. Oh, no! Wow. That, was a, <laughs> that was a good one! That I is a good myself. chord. I, I like this, it. I don't even know what this chord is. And I found my power animal, Herbie the car. It's like Lou Reed. It's like a Lou Reed song. And Lindsay Lohan's cleavage was there. Disney hadn't gotten to it yet. Disney was yet to censor Lindsay Lohan's breasticles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How dare they? How dare they interfere with the female form? Yeah, that's just fucking dumb, man. I don't know. Like, what if, so, what if, for example, in, what's a, what's a Disney movie? I don't know. I think, what's a Disney movie? Well, um, in George of the Jungle, what if Brendan Fraser had a massive willy and had a big, big old bulge? bulge yeah. Would they? I, in fact, I think they probably would. Uh, they would have centered the bulge, to be honest. Hmm. I don't even. Does that mean that the that Brendan Fraser doesn't have a big bulge? <laughs> well, or maybe it means that he does, and they just covered it up really. Maybe well. yeah, I don't know. Uh, well. David Bowie's labyrinth bulge. Everyone talks about that. Okay, so the labyrinth bulge is the. In fact, I think I already said this on yeah, the podcast. Did, yeah. That it like it was part of the reason I was just like. Whoa, I'm f- getting this out of my face. What the fuck am I watching? You know what you want to do? You want to watch the man who fell to earth because you actually see his fleshy, unclothed cock in it. Who, David? David Bowie's cock. I don't want to see David. No, I'm not. <laughs> It's a sex pile of podcast. Bloody hell. We're all falling apart here. Yeah. This is the this is the least disciplined episode of the podcast yet. 
Yeah, it might be. Yeah, might be. Ah, it's fine. It's, it's a stoner fine. comedy. It, this, is the stone, stoner this is the stoner comedies. episode. It's a stoner magic herb By two stone-cold, sober, yeah. Scottish individuals. Academics. <laughs> <laughs> I've got letters behind my name. Therefore, I know things. Oh, yeah. I know things you. Do you know who the books are? The books? They're like a French band. Fuck off. That's total hipster as fuck. Oh. Calling your band the books. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, my, my auntie was like, you're going to love this movie, man. And I, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, so I, your auntie heard that you were watching it and yeah. said, oh, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah she was like, you're going to like this. And I was like, I don't think I am. And then I watched it and it was it was really, really good. And did... I, mean, I want to watch it. So again. do you generally not have a good opinion of what your auntie says about movies? Is God, that... But no, no, not genuinely, no. Uh, it's more just... Uh, it tends to be people intru- like like recommend... Hard recommend films to me. I tend to be like, if I doubt it. <laughs> what is it? It's, it jinxes you. It jinxes yeah. the film watching experience of people say, oh, it's a good one. You've got to love it. Mm, you. Yeah, yeah. But this you, one's for you. Might not, yeah. And in but, this case, it didn't because it's, it's a great film. It's I know that. So I know comedy. that Cheech and Chong uh, are, well, they're obviously both still alive. Uh, hopefully at the time of this episode release. Uh, they talked in 2010 about, they had, they had a bit of a fallout and stuff. But anyway, there was talk in 2010 uh, about, there being a sequel to Up in Smoke released because they've obviously released subsubsequent movies, but they haven't released. Actually, yeah, it's, Up in it's Smoke on 2. Wikipedia as like a sort of as introduction TBA, thing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I think it's it's not it's never going to happen. It's right. not going to happen at all. But kind of cute though. It would be funny to watch a, a movie with the two men as old men because they seem total healthy for people who've smoked so much weed all their lives. Like they seem like healthy dudes. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's telling, man. Maybe that's yeah. a secret to a long and happy life. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all it's all strange, you know. I, uh, you know, I I don't uh, I don't do that as a recreational thing, but I did like the idea of it for a while. I think because yeah. of the because of the type of music that's associated with it and stuff. I think yeah, really? that's the other thing. So the Pedro's character, like they are him, man, like all that kind of thing, and then uh, Man's character, who's like, <laughs> you see those types of people in real life. And they're actually kind of irritating because you know they're putting it on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Certainly in Scotland, anyway. Because no one in Scotland's, like, in a subculture like that, really. Like, like anyone you meet like that has had a middle-class upbringing. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, uh. they had a middle-class upbringing and they're rebelling, as opposed to it being like, oh, he lives in a shithole in LA and he smokes weed with a bunch of down-and-outs, like... <laughs> They're just pretending. They're laying it on. It's like, yeah, no, you, you, know, you know a rich person if they look like... Bought all their clothes out of a charity shop. <laughs> yeah. That's the first sign that you're dealing with some fucking climbing Volvo driving toff. <laughs> and what's more is this 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 uh the era that this movie's set in, the seventies, is like the the aftermath of a major cultural revolution. So it's like no shit. Of course it's mad, like of course it's crazy. Like all the girls are all like insane. Like they're all like wearing Crazy ass floral stuff, hippie stuff, and that. Like you don't Even really see the, hippie people anymore. Yeah, no? the nuns, the nuns that get pulled over. Because... <laughs> when the nuns get frisked, oh my god, that's so funny. Cheech uh, throws the giant. No, Chong throws his giant half smoked doobie. You know, he does like a hook shot. Yeah, to know? stop to stop them from getting uh, caught at the border crossing uh, into the USA from Mexico. He reaches out the van and gives it a hook shot and it goes over the van, lands right on the lap of a nun. 
and the nuns get pulled out of their car and fri- frisked, <laughs> and the camera sort of pans across the faces of these women up against and glass. And they're all kind of liking it. And they're all kind of going, ooh, 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 and they start smiling and going, I've never had been touched like that before or anything. Oh, man, it is, it is just a, it's a different brand of comedy, isn't it? The, this is known as a, the, pioneer, uh, the pioneer stoner comedy. Because I, I watched um, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm-hmm. Kumar? Harold mm-hmm. and Kumar? Go to White Castle. I watched that when I was about 16 by accident with a friend on like uh, on like on demand. Movies. I watched that on New Year's Day one year. It was the weirdest movie I'd ever, like, at, at that time. I remember just sitting there with my mate just like, what the f*** is this When movie? they ride on the back of a cheetah to get <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> that was the moment I was going to bring up. Like literally that, that moment I was just like, what the f*** is this film? It, it, just, it blew my mind like to a whole, to a whole new like... Uh, type of film and I'm, I'm glad that those types of films exist because films don't need to be hyper intellectual or, or have anything remotely groundbreaking to say to be enjoyable obviously you know? it's a good thing I think some t- a lot of times if they, they don't have that that earnest kind of attempt at that sort of thing yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. it's cool it's just cool I'd love to I'd love to see or read a book about. See, this is silly. I'm like intellectualizing stoner movies, but I'd love to. I'd love to read a book about the chronology of stoner movies and see how they've how they've uh, <laughs> how they've responded to different uh, you know cultural moments. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, um, um, I can't think of the many, history actually, of stoner top, movies. Top, off the top of my head, I can't think of many that are like actual definitely stoner films. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I don't know, man. You got like the diet stoner movies, like uh, Sausage Party. Cause that's that's like that's a stoner movie, but it's not really, is it? It's just a crass comedy for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it would be great if Lady Gaga followed up uh, *A Star Is Born* with a stoner comedy. Come on, <laughs> just totally wipe the slate clean of all that Oscar baiting shit yeah, and man. be in like a stoner comedy. Oh. Like get get in a car, be like a girl that likes to. She, you know, she, she'd actually like to play a girl. I think that picks up. Uh, different male hitchhikers in a sort of sexually kind of oh man have you not seen Under the Skin Under the Skin of course yeah, I've seen that like that's that. brilliant yeah, yeah, yeah. but no that's a creepy movie that is a great movie I think it's a creepy film it's a dark film it's connect. I mean have you read that book I've, I've read, read the book as well Yeah. I've not read the book but I know what else so is the, going the on book is the book is fundamentally different mental yeah the book is fundamentally story. different and the book is disturbing it's, in a completely different way so the film's just the tip of the iceberg it's narratively it's just the tip yeah uh, and it's good. It allows for all sorts of interpretations. That totally, like that like the, the movie. Down. The movie is completely. It, it takes the core concept of the movie of the book and and runs with it in a completely different direction. Whereas the movie is the book is far more intricate and uh, disturbing in a completely different way. It's it's the both both are amazing. Like they're both astounding pieces of work, and it's kind of amazing that you can take two such different things out of the same thing but I don't know man you need to if you haven't seen Under the Skin read it with an open mind and watch it with an open mind man those are mind blowers I like that film a lot Mm. I don't read anything no I don't read anything did you read my essay I've not read your essay yet (laughs) I've not even been able to open the the file actually so I need to make sure that that works Uh, yeah try to transfer it It the essay that uh, Nadim talked about in episode 7 I believe (laughs) He did send it to me. Yeah, for I'm av- going to read that essay for avid listeners of 
of art uh, cinema for art cinema. Yeah, so uh, so and you've you've mentioned Mad Men, so I get to mention that it's, it's about Mulholland Drive. And oh my the, God, we always mention those. The lesbianism in Mulholland Drive, uh, the sex positive lesbianism. <laughs> um, I think Lady Gaga, she needs to uh, get her career back on track from this potential Oscar winning success. That's. <laughs> Bogging her down right now. I love how in the view of this podcast, that an Oscar isn't that big a deal. Oh, an Oscar, that's going to screw I, it up I think for her. The, the start, if she wins the, an Oscar, she'll never work again. The idea of the idea of an Oscar is so... It seems very outdated nowadays, I think. there's there's Who gives a sh? Yeah, who cares? George uh, C. Scott, uh, he, uh, he, yeah, he, he was nominated and just didn't show up. And whenever he was asked about the Oscars publicly, he just trashed it. Yeah. And he went really, really aggressively, like just nothing but a bunch of jumped up egotistical brats sucking each other off. Sort <laughs> Damn. Of thing. You didn't even you didn't mess around when you described yeah, you know, yeah. how the Oscars went. But Lady Gaga, I think that our next film should get in a van, smoke a big giant joint like mm. they could actually like do a thing where she actually finds this sort of half finished joint and it's like it's actually the joint from this film. <gasps> That'd be an excellent it's, like been lying on the side <laughs> of the road the whole time. Oh, no, Denny give her ideas, man. It Jenny. just fell off of the nun's sort of robe and like rolled away and like and into it, Lady Gaga's yeah. hand. Lady Gaga finds it decades later, forty years. The dog later. Sh- joint. The dog <laughs> sh- joint. She smokes it. She goes driving, and when she looks for hitchhikers, there are various types of men, different, different types of men. You know, men that belong to this category, that category. There's, you know, the ripped body guy and then there's the sensitive poet guy and all that, you know. And it's just about Lady Gaga's journey through these men. She goes through them, like what, disposable. Like no, no, no. <laughs> she goes through them. She, you know, there's a beginning, middle and end to their little... I hate this. <laughs> you don't you like th- it? No, what are you talking about? You do, you, I'm describing a film that Lady Gaga should do next. Oh, I okay. Does she kill them? No. Okay. What it's about she... it's about her shagging them, oh, experiencing just... them the the different types of men. Oh, well, and uh, <laughs> see, I'm a Hollywood exec right now, and I'm saying no. I'm I'm throwing my cigar at you and going, get out of my office. Well, fuck you and your Hollywood exec. <laughs> and I, it, the, I the, lady, the Lady Gaga store uh, stoner. Uh, the stoner sex comedy. sex comedy with uh, hitchhiking guys. That should be your next film after... After The Star is Born. After Bradley Cooper and his Sam Elliott impersonation. Oh, man. <sighs> the Star is Born. I just wanted to look at you one last time. Oh, one man. One more time. Just wanted to look at you again. It's so crazy, man. That I think be... I screwed that up. By the wayside. If I even sing those lines, is that like a copyright infringement? By the wayside. <laughs> I don't know. I it's don't... time to test your face. No, I don't... I think, I think it's like... Fair use. That's um, fair use, right. I'm yeah. criticising it through my shitty yarling. I like that term yarling. It refers to a specific type of singing that oh. came in in the 90s. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. Eddie Vedder of Pearl Jam. Lane Staley of Alice in Chains. Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. Two of these three people are no longer with us. Mm. They're dead. Um, They're dead. They're yardlers. Oh, Scott Wieland. Who's well, I dead think as well, I think the Chris Cornell thing came into. Why are we talking about fucking stars born? <laughs> it's time to testify. <laughs> All right. Do you have any closing thoughts on uh, on up in smoke? 
fucking good jam, man. It's a good jam. It's a good joint. <laughs> Don't listen to the corn version because it'll ruin your idea of the song forever. Yeah. It'll it's not that t- terrible, but... It. Like, but just yeah. stick to the fucking original, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And while you're at it, maybe stick to the original Freaky Friday and Parent Trap. No, don't do that, because that's actually bad. <clears throat> Did you know uh, the Lindsay Lohan, circling back to that, even though they're in part two now. Mm. <coughs> you can, add, you me. can add it to part one. No, I'm not moving shit around anymore. <laughs> too much work. It's a hobby. It's a hobby, not a jobby. It's a hobby horse, it's not a It's a hobby, not a jobby. For, uh, uh, thing. No, Lindsay Lohan, uh, so Freaky Friday is a remake of a Freaky Friday with Jodie Foster. That's right. And uh, The Parent Trap is a remake of The Parent Trap with Hayley Mills. Oh. Yeah. Hayley yeah. Mills is the mother of Crispian Mills, who's the lead singer of a band called Kula Shaker. And they're shit. So that's my closing thoughts on Cheech and Chong, is that Kula Shaker are shit. Join us next. <laughs> Join us next time. We love our tangents. Uh, our stoner tangents. <laughs> This is a fucking disaster. Our sex positive <laughs> tangent. But join us next time in which we uh, present you with the Art Cinema Fart Cinema Christmas Special, which is also the season finale. We're going to leave it there for now. 